Welcome to Don't Say You Don't Know, a podcast about ADHD and the struggles that come with it. My name's Ruby McAllister, your attention deficit host. Today, we're going to talk about one of the biggest obstacles for a person with ADHD, school. School's crazy for literally everyone, that's no secret. The system we have now forces everyone, personal characteristics aside, to act the same, and those who can't get in line fall out of it. Not necessarily by dropping out, though I wouldn't doubt there's a higher dropout rate among students with ADHD, by just barely passing, losing self-esteem, being reprimanded by teachers for things beyond their control. The system leaves anyone who can't catch up to fend for themselves, and to deal with that lasting damage on their own. For students with ADHD, this is a very big problem, because a great deal of ADHD is, in fact, not in our control. The title of the podcast comes from a personal struggle between me and my teachers, mostly in elementary and middle school. Let's say there's a kid not doing any of their work, not participating in class, skipping detention. That's a problem, yeah? So her teacher goes, alright, we gotta talk to them and ask what's wrong. What's wrong, kid? They said. And the kid in question goes, I don't know. Because they don't. They're like ten. See, at that age, kids don't have the words to express what's going on in their kid heads. Most adults don't have the words to express it either, honestly. Instead of recognizing that, my teachers would get frustrated. Don't say you don't know. We can't help you if you don't tell us what's wrong, they'd say. How can you express that you don't have the words to explain if you don't have the words to explain? Now that I'm older and more educated, I know exactly what the problem was. Why didn't I do my homework? You're handing a kid a piece of paper that doesn't interest them and sending them home to do it. Home, where there's video games and toys and books and beds and pets and food and a million other things to do that are way more interesting than that dumb paper. That's a struggle for any kid, like I said, but for people with ADHD, chemically, we have a dopamine deficiency. It's like putting a starving person in a room full of food and saying, oh, you can't have that until you do this piece of paper that you hate. They won't be able to do the paper because they're too hungry. Stop drawing during class, or stop fidgeting, is essentially the same problem. They seem like attention problems, and while a dopamine deficiency can lead to redirection issues like switching from one activity to another, or staying focused on one thing, they're not really attention problems, not in the way that outside observers would think. A fidgeting kid is probably focusing way better than a kid who's too busy trying not to fidget. Get it? And trying to hold a hyperactive kid still should count as a form of torture, honestly. Time for ADHD Vice Column, a segment for advice regarding ADHD. Can't bring yourself to even begin to care about doing that homework packet in the bottom of your backpack? Finding a dedicated time or space to do homework seriously helps. I was lucky enough to have a free period in my junior year of high school, and I could easily knock out one or two assignments in that period, partly because I'm a fast worker, your mileage may vary. Like, I didn't have anything else to do, so I might as well do some math problems or whatever, right? You could ask a teacher for something similar, or see if your school has any mental health resources. Maybe a guidance counselor? Or maybe you can stay after school in the library and have a parent pick you up later? ADHD is not a friend to delayed gratification, but I found that the lack of stress from overdue assignments was so worth losing some of my high-valued free time. Understanding the priorities of an ADHD brain is crucial, I think, to surviving school. Destroy the notion of laziness. Eat the idea that you're just not as smart as everyone else. 
ignorant teachers might treat you that way, but that kind of abuse isn't valid. Negative reinforcement and punishment does not, at all, help someone with ADHD. It doesn't help anyone, actually. Not even animals. All it taught me was how to lie, skip detention, and gave me a growing apathy towards any consequences. Oh no, you're gonna take away my video games? Okay, then I'll read. Or sleep. Or sit and daydream. I became ungovernable. No, I only got away with that because my parents, thankfully, are not abusive. Please be safe. Because ADHD is, in some part, an issue with dopamine deficiency, and dopamine is seen as a reward hormone, it just means your motivation to do something low value is, like, non-existent. Unless you can pair it with something high value. Like being able to listen to music in class, or having a special place to just to do work in. It's kind of goofy, but I would look forward to being in class because I would be able to listen to music. I'd be excited to work in a library because it, it's working! In a library, like a person! But don't make it too high value. I can't work in cafes, for example, because that's too interesting to me. Here at the Help Yourself Buffet, I'll share good ways for you to find the help you need. Finding resources for people with ADHD is shockingly hard. For some reason, they're all addressed to parents of children with ADHD. As if those children themselves aren't looking. As if they're not adults who have it. It's a myth that ADHD goes away when you get older, by the way. Generally, you just get better at coping with it. Try YouTube channels specifically focused on ADHD, such as How To ADHD. The advice will be more personal than something written in an article, and the comment sections will have other people sharing their experiences as well. It's a great way to find help for school, home, or whatever you need. ADHD is way more than mere attention or hyperactivity problems, and it's more than a dopamine deficiency. Speaking from experience, the way I understand things is fundamentally different from those around me. Assignments that seem open-ended are overwhelming because there's no guidance, and assignments that are too closed off are inaccessible. What do you need help with is an impossible question to answer, when the answer is, my brain isn't working right. I can only hope things are better and getting better all the time. Awareness for mental illness is spreading, and so is the language to talk about those kinds of things. Maybe there will come a time where kids don't have to say, I don't know, or they'll say it less at least. Thank you for listening. Next week, I'll complain about the hardest thing on earth, doing laundry.